Welcome to the Mom Village Podcast. We are three multicultural moms sharing our journey through motherhood with the Christ Center Foundation. For information and resources, visit us at our church's website at gofamilychurch.org. Or you can also email us at themomvillage at gofamilychurch.org. And please go over and follow us on Instagram at themomvillagefc. We're glad that you're here and welcome to our village. Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Mom Village. We're so excited you're tuning in, and we have a great episode for you. We have some amazing guests with us here, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So, Kristen, who's sitting next to you? Oh, I'm so excited. It's really close, too close for comfort. (laughs) No, not too close for comfort. Oh. My favorite person in the whole world is here with me today, my husband, Jimmy. Scroggins and Jimmy, say hi to our listeners. Hello to all the ladies in the Mom Village. Tell them what you do here at Family Church. I'm one of the pastors here at Family Church, and we've been here for 13 years. And Kristen, we've been married for 26 years. 26 years, yeah. We've known each other for 30 years. Can y'all believe that? Wow. 30 years. Don't we look good for knowing each other? Oh for my 30 gosh, years? great. I'm, I'm going to be like kidding. them when I grow up. I'm kidding. One of us does. No. <laughs> Kira, and who do you have with you? Well, I have this guy that I've known for not quite 30 years, but close to it, Mr. Eric Kelly, my husband, and the father of all four of our children. <laughs> hey, glad to hear that. <laughs> Me too. Yes. <laughs> Tell us what you do. As Kira said, I am her husband and father of all of our children. (laughs) And I get to serve as president and CEO of Quantum Foundation. We're a health conversion fund here in the county. We finance healthcare programs. And I've had the pleasure and privilege to serve with Family Church as a a teaching pastor and help to launch our village campus. That's awesome. And last but not least, I get to introduce the handsome, tall glass of water I have next to me, my Mm, husband, Christian. Yes, very refreshing. Christian (laughs) Ramos, will you tell us, tell our audience who you are? Yeah, I am Jesus Marie's husband, and we've been married for 16 years this year. And she is amazing, and she's made me the man that I am today. So I get to be the pastor, uh, worship pastor here. At Family Church downtown, and I love being your husband, baby, and I love being the dad to our four kids, so glad to be here. One point. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to jump right in, ladies. We have a great episode for you. So we went ahead and asked lots of couples, young couples, older ones, and even single people. We asked questions because we wanted to make sure that this Valentine's special has some questions that are answered by the people that are listening. So we'll... We're just going to jump right in. You guys are ready to answer some questions? Let's go. So let's see. First question is, what's your favorite early dating slash marriage memory? Who wants to answer that? Mm, You better tell somebody to answer that. Oh, okay. Kira, come on. Okay, this is not very romantic and everything, but I was, as I was just kind of thinking back, I think I realized the moment when I knew that Eric was the one. We kind of had an unconventional type of courtship. And I was in college and Eric had already graduated. But one of the moments I remember the most is I had to have like a minor surgery. And Eric was very strict about the rules about coming to my house. Like he had to leave at a certain time. If it got dark, he was not at my house. That's a good, that's a good man right there. <laughs> and I, I respected that. But I remember the first time I had this minor surgery and he came to pick me up 
And he took me, I, my bedroom was upstairs. So he had to take me up to my bedroom and make sure that I was fully drugged and in place and in bed. And he took her I mean, there you go now. Wow. wow. That's the start of our marriage. This is really getting good. <laughs> I drugged her. Right. He, he drugged her and took her to her bedroom. There you go now. This. Wonder how we've been together for 21 but years. Anyway. <laughs> I just knew at that point that he was very nurturing and loving and very respectful. Thank you. The I'm doctors did the drugs, not him. Yeah, clean it up. How about you, Eric? Actually, I have one that I think is a little more racy. Racy? More racy than that. Racy, yes. Our honeymoon, when we got on the ship, and we got on the ship, and we were newly married, first day, and what we didn't realize is that you're supposed, you know, they do the fire drill. Yeah. Fire drill. (laughs) Well. I'll see where we're going. Yeah. So when we came out for the fire drill, let's just say that (laughs) we were strangely dressed. Kira literally is crawling under the table right now. <laughs> Maybe some clothes are on backwards or something. I don't know. I can't quite remember. She literally has tears in her eyes. This is awesome. I didn't realize this was going to be that episode. Wow. <laughs> We're not going to be able to measure to this. Kristen, why don't you just tell us? Okay. Mine's not racy, but it's super sweet. I'll leave the racy up to you. I'm sure you have one. Have so Jimmy made me our very first Christmas gift. My first Christmas gift when we were dating. I was 18. He was 20. And he went to his grandfather's house. And y'all, you didn't know he was artsy, Christian, but mm. he is. So he got this light box and shone a light through it. And what is that called? An exacto knife. He exacto knifed th- this parchment paper, the nativity scene. Oh, wow. Y'all, it's beautiful. Wow. It's my very, and he framed it, matted it, and framed it. And Come it's on, in our house. Martha it's Stewart. My, it's my favorite Christmas decoration in our home, and it's my favorite thing in our home because it's so unlike him. Like he's not like sitting around with a exactly, you know, doing <laughs> stuff do with mean? parchment paper. He's like real virile, manly, like play football, you know. And all of that, but it was just this tender side that he let me see, and it was super special. Yeah, and I was also super broke. <laughs> I had to do something. <laughs> that was uh, the best Fair. that I could do. I don't know. We had so many great times. One of the things that we did early on, I know this sounds Pollyannish, but we volunteered together on the children's cancer ward in hospital. This is when we were very first started dating, even a little before we started dating, and just watching you care for those kids and their families, just even when we were just college kids. And that really showed me a lot about, you know, your heart for people. And that's something that I was incredibly impressed with. And it really did tell me a lot about you. And I was glad that we had that experience together. How about you, Christian? I would say I loved when we first met. I think it was so different because I remember my cousin asked me, to go pick up a friend at the airport. And I asked her, is your friend hot? And she said, yes, but I'm not introducing her to you. I'm introducing her to another guy. And I was like, oh, well, that's messed up. But I went anyways. And when I saw you come down, this is in Fort Lauderdale Airport. I see you come down the escalator and you're wearing a mini skirt and a a jean jacket. And I'm thinking like, all right, she looks really cute. But I remember that when we first met, I was driving back and forth from Miami constantly to come see you and you didn't know and you thought that 
I lived just right down the street, like five minutes. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be there later. And I was. You always say you were stopping by. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Miami is next door. I love the fact that she had no idea where we were coming from. And she was, you know, just that whole idea. And then the whole time that we dated, I just feel like being long distance, we dated long distance. She was in Puerto Rico and I was over here. It was just so special because we would write letters to one another. You know, we would always be on the phone. So I think our dating, just our whole dating time, was so special to me. I don't have like specific time. No, I But I, I do remember very vividly seeing you come down the escalator with your mini skirt. Oh. <laughs> I love okay, it. Okay, wow. Okay. For me, it will be that because we used to go, every time you will come and see me in Puerto Rico, we mm -hmm. will just go road trip around Puerto Rico because you can go around Puerto Rico in one day if you want to. <laughs> and that was just fun. It was it always was. like a fun adventure. Adventure. Yeah. yeah. So every time we do road trips or we travel, I think that's why I like traveling so much with you because it reminds me to that dating time. So it was pretty neat. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So guys, what is you and your spouse's love language? Let's start with Mr. Jimmy Scroggins. Yeah, so I would just say that all of the five love languages are all useful at different times, for sure. I think Kristen really likes gifts a lot. They are very meaningful to her. And then I think words of affection are very important to her as well. Yeah. Did I get that right? <laughs> Good job. Ding, are we doing points? Yes. <laughs> okay. One and one. Jimmy's for sure is acts of service. And words of encouragement. And I mean, I feel like every husband's is physical touch, but that's, you know, that's like a given. But words, I mean, what did I say? Acts, yeah, acts, acts of service, service yeah. and words of encouragement. Yep. Don't you agree? Yep. And it's funny, I had to learn that because like he would constantly ask us to get him stuff. You know, like that sounds so not in this decade, you know, of what, how men and women are supposed to relate to each other. We would like, we make fun of it now, but you know, would you get me a drink? cookies. And if I would act exasperated, it would hurt his feelings. Like I could tell that is a way that I can show love to him. It's just, Hey, let me wait on you a little bit. And he waits on me too. It's not like he's just sitting around doing nothing. He serves us all the time, but that does speak to him in a different way. And I had to learn that because I, I am a gift person. So I'd like buy him a new tie and lay it on the bed and he'd be like, Oh, thanks. You know, like <laughs> it meant nothing to him. I do think those are valuable. I would definitely say that Eric's love language is words of affirmation. Did I get it right? You did. <laughs> hey, definitely words of affirmation. Yep. Yeah. I think the same for you. You love getting gifts for others. But you're like the best gift giver for other people. You study giving gifts to other people, <laughs> which is where I have failed miserably. No, no, but, no you've gotten uh, much better. Much better, thank much you. Better, much better. But I think we're both to some extent words Word. of affirmation. Yeah. And also you're very good at you're very good at acts of service. Yes. Yeah, cleaning I a, enjoy a cleaning it. a kitchen. And I'm just I'm all over mama it. Mama all me. over it. Mama all taught me that. well. Mama taught me how to clean yes, the kitchen. Yes, all over that. And actually my mom did teach me how to clean the kitchen for that very purpose. Mm. Mm. Yes. Very it has purpose. served you well. That's there a good mom. What about you, Ramos? I think for you is that it has to be acts of service. I mean, if I want my wife to be happy, I just clean the kitchen. Yes. Sweep the floor, mop yeah. the floors, Grace get him. the kids ready, <laughs> mm. put them to bed, do like all that stuff that she's usually <laughs> doing all the time. And I love it when she has to work and do something and then she gets home and everything's spotless mm. and she's like, you clean the kitchen and mop the floors. Like it just makes me feel good. And I think that brings you so much joy and that's yeah. why I love doing it. And I, I always tell him, you really love me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think for you it's words of affirmation. That and just, steak. That yeah. and steak and yeah. lots of sex. So we'll yeah, say it like that. But we'll jump into she, something else. Lots, lots, lots. lots. Oh, yeah. But we can make it as oh, acts. Sure. 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 Um, yeah. yeah, we we say it our well, we don't say it our house. Jimmy and I privately say we don't have this conversation at the dinner table, but if he could have a, a perfect day, it would involve golf, steak, and sex. Yes. Okay. So you can She can never say it, but I have no filter. Yeah, I think Words that's about it. I Did I get it right? Yes. Awesome. Okay, so let's keep going because there's too many questions. You guys had a lot of questions. So what's what? What was your favorite season in marriage and why? I'm gonna jump right into Eric. Because he looks like he knows what to answer. Yeah. In hindsight, it's always 2020. But Kira was really good about helping me slow down. When we first got married, I started having children. And we had, at the time, four children. And they were all very young. Now, I was in grad school. I was working a full-time job and career. And I was also, at the time, doing ministry, bivocational, early on. Didn't know that term until Jimmy taught that term to me when I came here. <laughs> you um, just thought it was ministry. Ministry. Yeah. I didn't know you were supposed to have like a, you know, just the church. I had the church yeah. and the job <laughs> and grad school. And Curie would, would always tell me to slow down. Let's just take it all in with the kids. And, you know, we had one in diapers, well, probably two in diapers, uh, crawling around. And then Maddie may have been five or six. That now in hindsight was the best time. Having all those little ones in our house and as stressful as it sometimes seemed, that really was, and still in my reflection, the best time. And I would agree, and we didn't talk about this, but yeah. I would agree. I think when we had our first child, there was something that's so special when you bring a life into the world together. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it just elevates your relationship to a whole nother level. So, yeah. and you get to see your spouse in a whole nother level, you know, a whole different role that you have not ever experienced before. So, I think. When we have Madison and, you know, ladies, you know, like when you have that first child, there's yeah. a lot of stuff that people don't tell you that's going to go on with your body <laughs> yeah. and how, you know, Eric just kind of, st- he wasn't like grossed out. He just kind of stepped right in and helped, <laughs> you know, along the way. I was like, wow, like he's like a good dude. <laughs> so, yeah. So in hindsight, I think that time, because it grew us so much as a couple. Yeah. I think for us was when we actually moved, we moved from here to Georgia and then, Christian, you had gotten a position in Georgia over there. And I think it was the first time we both made like a big move and mm-hmm. we depended on each other because I have done that before when I moved from Puerto Rico to here. But when we were in Georgia, he didn't have his family. I didn't have my family. So we had to depend on each other from scratch. And even though we were married already for like five years or so, right? Yeah. It felt like we were just starting again. And it felt great because we got to know each other. That's when we started having a family too. I don't know. That season was awesome. Yeah, we were talking about it the other night. Yeah. Just how it just brought us together in such a powerful way because we didn't really have, I didn't, you know, I kind of in some ways grew up here, right? So you yeah. didn't. But so I had a lot of my friends and buddies and family and you didn't. And so in some ways we were trying to play catch up, right, to the relational. Equalize you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But when we went over there, absolutely put us in the same plane. And it was so powerful because our relationship just grew stronger. Yeah. We were doing ministry together. There were a lot of things that Yeah, we were we making friends together yeah, too. Yeah, our friends were mutual friends. It wasn't yeah. just mine or yours. It was really, really sweet, sweet time for sure. What about you, Ben? I don't know. It's hard for me to pick because I think every season to this point has its own joys and its own 
challenges and sometimes some sorrows, but like I've enjoyed every single bit of it. I loved when we were married, we were, we, when we first moved, we moved from Florida, we moved to Kentucky together. And that's the first place we went. And we were kind of doing some of the same things you were describing, making friends and starting a new life together. Little babies. I mean, there's nothing better than the time when all of our kids were elementary school and younger because you could control it all. I mean, you really could. Like you could tell them when to go to bed and when to get up and they would, they thought you were great, you know, the whole time. And they never like (laughs) argued for long. And it was just, it was awesome. And that was very special. But the teenage years were fun too. The things that they get into and watching them become young men and young ladies. And and then we've enjoyed our kids in college. We've enjoyed our, you know, now we have two grandchildren. We've enjoyed watching our kids move away and get married and do these things. So I think all of it to me has its own joys. And I wouldn't say I prefer one season over another, but you may feel differently. Your mom gave me some really good advice when we first got married and started having babies. And she said, don't wish any of the seasons away. I'm sure all of us moms have had people say that to us. And that's so true for parenthood, but I think it's true for marriage too. Because even when things are difficult, you lean on each other and you learn about each other. So I feel like every season is just special in its own way. I agree with you. I do think this season that we're in, although it has brought, you know, some personal challenges to us and you know, unique in that our people are everywhere, but it's been super fun having some green babies together. That is. And all of it, you know, I think if you're listening to this and you're a mom who's married, one of the things that should be happening, Kara, you and Eric said it so clearly, is you begin to build a life together. When you bring, when the two become one flesh, two people actually make one little person. That's the two becoming one flesh. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a physical representation of the life that you're building together. And you, when you have a baby with someone, you know, in the ideal situation, you're embarking like on a lifelong project with your spouse of helping this person be everything that God wants him to be. And you never get done. Mm-mm. You know, you just keep helping. You just keep going. It's awesome. Yeah. And then you get to watch them have babies. Like there's, mm. I mean, I can't even describe to you the joy and like the just the amazing moment that is to watch your kids and we've only had our sons, you know, to watch them be parents and and Jimmy and I are like, Oh my gosh, God, let us raise somebody that actually can care about somebody other than themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we've been grandparents for, you know, just a little Two less months. than three We're months. So, yeah. Our we'll next book on grandparents will be coming out soon. <laughs> no. We've made zero grandparenting I'm mistakes. Sharing, I'm glad you're sharing all that. Because it's an encouragement for a lot of moms mm-hmm. who are listening. At least we are, I tell everyone, we're in the cotton candy stage. That's how I call it. Because mm-hmm. we're still sweet and my babies mm-hmm. and they're sweet. That's what Kira's describing. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm in that stage. And I was listening to you, Kira. And I was like, oh, yes, I understand. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of moms. They're listening and they're like, well, I don't feel like that. I'm over. <laughs> overwhelming full of throw up and my their diaper stinks and my house is a mess but it is a sweet time because the more I'm with this ladies I keep learning you know that is such a sweet time and I know there's going to be other times and other challenges but it is a blessing it is. just to hug those babies and those smiles at night story time mm-hmm. all those little things I mean they still think we're awesome. Like right now, that's, yes. that's the best part yes. of that season. I mean, my my, my girls think my husband, I mean, he's tall anyways, but he is Superman. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, yeah. They see the world from me. Yeah. They run to me when I walk in the door. And that's yes. They, they better run every time. Now they'll get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so next question. So how do you embrace 
your spouse's physical changes due to age. I don't even children, know what you're talking time. about. Eric, do you know what she's talking about? Mm. Listen. There haven't been any changes, has there? It's only gotten better. <laughs> I mean, More like wine, guys. Yes. It's got better with age. Please tell them, Kira. Tell them how amazed you are. Oh, Every wow. day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Some, well, some settling may occur during shipping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing puchas before I came in, in to record this podcast. But no, tell us, Kira. Well, you know, it's funny because we were just talking about this last night when I walked in with the groceries. <laughs> Look at he's, he's crossing his arms. He's flexing. He's flexing. <laughs> oh, we should have done this live so they can see what's happening here. We were talking about because I'm trying to eat a little healthier now mm -hmm. because I do realize that as I'm knocking on 50's door, you know, I used to be able to lose it a little quicker mm -hmm. than I can now. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that Eric really never really points out certain things. He's always an encourager. And like when I'm wanting to do something, like I'm doing this eating plan, like he will just jump right alongside me and say, hey, I'm going to do it with you. Like I'm going to mm -hmm. support you. Like for Christmas, what was the one thing I wanted? Oh, the uh, bike. I wanted a stationary bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not very romantic, but I know that, you know. Hey, she I better want... ask you for that before you buy that for Christmas. I asked for If any husbands yeah. are listening, only yes. if she yes. asks, and maybe I, not I, even then. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. 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 You fight her about it. Yes. Yes. You don't need yeah, that. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, you don't really need it. No, I said she didn't need it. I did. Yes, he definitely said I did not need it, but I wanted it because I do want to present myself decently, you know, mm -hmm. as I do realize I'm getting older but, and things don't. No, but I'll say this. There are two things that I love the most about Kira really hasn't like her body. She's been, you've been Kira from the very first time I saw you. So until this very moment. That is true. And <laughs> I want to be like Kira. Yeah. I, I mean, that. it really is. And the two things, the little gown, the brown, like house inside the house yes. where I bought this for my wife, free children. Four children later, she can still wear it. Wow. She, and she walks around the house in it. It's usually like a Saturday or Sunday evening lounge. And the other, the, the comfy top yes, the and outfit, yeah. outfit that I that I love many Christmases ago, we got it. And every time I see her in those, I love it. And not just because I'm like, oh, man, my wife is just hot. She's, <laughs> she looks the same. I mean, it's just, you know, you, you want that balance between we've grown together, we're getting older together, and then yet you still get to see this life, you know, when we first met. I embrace. I think we're holding up pretty good. I think. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't. I mean, now, now look. There's some other changes, ladies, that your husbands will go through. You know, just like having to get up at night and go to the restroom, and you know, certain things you can't eat anymore unless you. Rolades. Yeah, you need rolades. Yes, ladies. Always thirsty. thirsty. Anybody thirsty yeah. at night all the yeah. time? Yeah, get you, get him some rolades and some tums. Some, some extra vitamins. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, all those things that you know. But yeah. how about you, Ramos? Well, I mean, the one thing that I so love and I appreciate about you is you're always taking care of yourself. Like you're always at the gym. You're always running. You're always exercising. You're always doing something for yourself. Not because I tell you to, because I honestly, I think you're gorgeous no matter what, but you would like to take care of yourself. And I appreciate that as a husband. I really, really do. But I'll tell you, like, as we've gotten older, I see, you know, in your body, we've talked about this. I see some of the things that the scars from having kids mm -hmm. and you go like, oh, I don't like that. And I say, what are you talking about? You gave birth to my children. That's a mark of what God has been doing in our marriage and the 
the happiness and the joy that I have experienced being married to you and being the father to our children, it's in some ways visible in your body. And I, I don't mind that one bit. Like, I really don't. I just find it attractive. I find I, I, it actually tethers me to you even more because it is our history. Yeah. It's our history written on our bodies. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I love that and, he sees me beautiful no matter what. So. Well, it's true. And I, I really do see you. You are a beautiful woman, even if I were married to you. But you continue to be even more beautiful in my eyes because now I see your body. And even the little imperfections that you complain about here and there to me are the signs of what God has been doing through you and through me and through our marriage. It's beautiful. Well, I do have to say that I'm proud of my husband. I'm going to give him some points here because he's been working out for the past months and years. Come and go, but working out because he has... (laughs) It comes and goes. Yeah, it comes and goes. (laughs) But he's naturally, for all of you that are listening, he's one of those like naturally skinny people you meet. You know, but he always said that he's like the skinniest fat person you will yes. ever meet. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> he never, he would just eat anything and whatever he wanted. And he was skinny and I would work my butt off in the gym <laughs> and I would like gain like 10 pounds. That's starting to change um, though with But me. that's starting to change. Yeah. So I have to say I'm proud of you, baby. Oh, thank you. For that working that. out. You know how and much I, like I hate it. working out. He but does. I'm <laughs> he does. He said gummy, gummy bear. Yeah, that's what he likes. Bears. But I'm proud of you, baby. What about you guys? Well, Jimmy is super sweet to me because I don't know if any of you people have heard of Orange Theory, but it's a girl gym pretty much with a few men scattered around in there that feel sorry for their wives. <laughs> Orange Theory would get mad at me if they heard me say that. There are some you know, younger guys there too, but Jimmy knew that it was important to me to start working out and he also knows how, how much I loathe it. And so he was like, hey, if you want to do it, I'll do it with you. And so for a while now, we've been getting up at 445 and I always want to go, you want to just not go today? <laughs> he's like, no, we're doing yeah, it. No, you, the way this orange theory works, you pay ahead of time. <laughs> you pay ahead of time. We're going. Well, we're, and, we and, for that. And, and they find you if you don't go even more. Yeah. 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 You pay ahead of time. And if you don't show up, you got to pay more. So guess what we do? If you show up, get your butt out of bed. We're going. <laughs> but he's such a stud in there. Like I will say he's the coolest guy in there, the best looking guy in there, yeah. the stud, well, that tells the, you a lot. the biggest, <laughs> and I'm just over there struggling, like trying to do my little thing. And he's just going, he, it's all eighties music and like nineties music. Mm. So he's singing it to me and like jumping around and uh, he's just, he's a big encourager in that way. And I appreciate that. I think what Christian said is so important, you know, cause Christian, you've had eight children. So when you have eight children, I mean, you pay a price when you have, when a woman has a child, I can, even watching my daughters-in-law have these children in the last few months. You pay a price with your body Mm -hmm. and this idea that you bear the scars on your body for the children Mm -hmm. is so true. And there's no way around that, whether it changes the circulation in your legs, it changes the shape of your hips or whatever it is. And so when you have had eight children, I mean, you pay a price. And I'm like Christian because you're the same as Jesus. You'll start saying, well, what about this? And what about this? And I don't like and I feel the exact same way. I actually find all of that extremely attractive. Because it's like mind, mm-hmm. like your mind. God gave you to me, gave me to you. And all of those imperfections, if you will, are all part of our story together. Mm-hmm. Just like every one of those children is part of our story together. And so when I see those things, the last thing I think of is, oh, man, I look at that and I go, you know what? That's our story together, which actually I find incredibly attractive and maybe it's counterintuitive, but those kind of things actually turn me on more because I'm like, man, that is a woman who has given 
part of herself away so that we can have these children together, so we can build this life that we have. And so I think our commitment to one another is that we're going to age gracefully. Mm-hmm. And so as like Kira said, we're pushing 50. I am pushing 50. You're still mid-40s. I've known you since we were 19 and 17, mm-hmm. and I find you more attractive now at 49 and 47 than I did when we were 19 and 17. And I thought you are pretty doggone attractive then. <laughs> Thanks, babe. If it's an encouragement to whoever is listening, mom, just believe to this. I mean, you're the only naked woman in the room. So guess what? You win. <laughs> there you go. So this has been part one. Ladies, we got to just I love the stop. way you close out. Right. <laughs> I want to hear can, the next part. <laughs> we have to stop right here. But don't miss part two because we have more questions and this is getting even better. So please stay tuned for part two. And we're going to close Let's see if we can all do it together because we always had a trouble us ladies doing it together. Let's see if we can do it with our spouses. Ready? One, two, three. Bye. Bye.